some coffee and a chat in the greenhouse. So grab your cup and I'll see you there. Hello everyone, my name is Tori Jarrett and I'm so excited to be speaking with you today. However, I must say that I never ever thought that doing a podcast would be something I would be doing. But um, you know what? God has been pressing my heart to do a lot of things I thought I would never do and starting a podcast is definitely one of those things. So we're just going to get started and go ahead and record this thing. So I want to give you a visual of my surroundings. So this is not a typical podcast um, atmosphere, actually. Um, I'm in a greenhouse, and I know a lot of people record in closets or soundproof things. So this may go well. It may not go well. I don't know. (laughs) But when my husband just built this greenhouse, I immediately was like, I have to do something with this space besides plants. It's filled with lots of plants, but I wanted to do more in here because I love it and it's just so beautiful and I've wanted it for years. Um, Me and my husband own a contracting company and I do all the design for it. And we have remodeled many farmhouses, old homes, and made them fresh. And every single time we have, we have decided to keep the old windows in hopes to build a greenhouse one day. And so five years later, we put the windows together and he has built me the most amazing greenhouse I've ever seen in my life. Even down to, I've saved some old pantry doors and they were out of a friend's mom's pantry and we put them in the greenhouse and they're just, they make it pop. I feel like that just makes the space. Um, so yes. And now I've decided, you know what? I think I will just do a podcast in here. And, um, my hopes for starting this podcast is to just be real. And, um, eventually I will share farm life tips and just whatever God is pressing upon my heart. But for right now, I thought it'd be a great idea to start sharing some of my book that I just launched. And I just want to take a minute to say that my mind is blown right now because it has been number one new release on Amazon now for seven days. What? Insert clapping hands. (laughs) Um, I just can't believe it. Like it's been such a great response so far. Um, The book has not even launched yet. And so this is based on pre-orders. And so I'm just so thankful to everyone who has been put a part in of the launch of this book. Um, So my hope is that I will release like a chapter at a time. And then I can just kind of go in depth and share my heart with you guys on what exactly the chapter means and what God has spoken to me through that chapter, kind of break it down and kind of speak through it. And I thought as of right now, I like that better than an audiobook. And so here we are. And um, so a little bit of my surrounding is it may not be soundproof on this podcast. You might hear chickens because my greenhouse is actually right beside of the chicken coop. You might hear my donkey if she sees me out here because she goes crazy and thinks it's time for apples and carrots and treats. Um, and you're probably going to hear a plane go by because 
everything in here is windows even the roof is clear so there is no soundproofing whatsoever um the birds are very loud in the mornings around here so whatever you hear just know that i'm incorporating you in my day right now and i'm so thankful that you can be a part of that i'm gonna start and read the back of it because i feel like that will give clarity on what the book is about and then later on in episodes i'll just take it and break it down chapter to chapter um so the back of the book says have you been longing for something perhaps love life fulfillment or the possibility of motherhood consumes your mind on a daily basis for me longing has been that deep pit in your stomach feeling when you want something so badly it hurts it's that profound desire that keeps you awake at night praying for god's fulfillment in your life this book takes you on a relatable journey through longing for love the battles of infertility, encountering the pains of miscarriages, embracing motherhood, and finding God's immeasurable grace and promises along the way. I show you how to hear the voice of the Lord in our everyday encounters and grasp how impeccable God's timing is to perfect the results of our future. Um, for me, I've had a lot of longings in my life. I have had multiple desires, um, starting from a young age, even. Um, when I was like 10, I wanted a husband. I have always longed for a spouse and I was a pastor's daughter. I grew up in a pastor's home and we were always taught to pray for the right one. And for me, I clung to that. I literally lived by that. Every single night I prayed for my husband. I not only prayed that I could find him and marry him, but I also prayed for God's protection over his life and just to bless him. Because ultimately, if he was going to be blessed, that meant later in my life when I met him, I was going to be blessed as well. And so every single night, faithfully, I prayed for that man, which now is my husband, Brenton. And um, so I remember that longing just being so deep in my life. And I wasn't aware of like what God would do with not only just that story, but my whole life story until a couple years ago, honestly. But um, over my life, I've had other longings. Um, my husband and I have always planned. We've always had a five-year plan. We've always put things in perspective of where do we want to be? What do we want to do next? We just don't do well not having something to work towards. It's our personality type and we both actually have the same personality type, which is funny because a lot of people usually they say opposites attract. And for us, that was just not true. <laughs> we are both the Enneagram 7 type and for us that is both like entrepreneurship, um driven by what what can we do what can we do we have to be doing something and thankfully we both love the lord and so we can put that energy into serving him and also into businesses and also into having plenty of energy to raise our four children because we do have four kids and it does require a lot of energy so anyways um, we've always had a longings list and we didn't label it the longings list, but we just always had a plan of, okay, this is what we want to do. This is what we want to work towards. And, um, even thinking back to when we had wanting a farm on our priority list and we had went to the farm show, we kind of had the idea of, 
um, yes, we want to start a farm. We want to have animals and acres and we want a house and all the things. And so we were like, the first thing we need to do is go to the farm show and meet farmers and talk to them and be like, um, tell us what we need to do to get land and what do we need to do to get animals and what's the best animals to get. And so we went away for the weekend. We had two children at the time and we went away and went to that show and saw all the things and the tractors and met the people and went to a tractor pull. I don't know if any of you know what that is, but it's basically where you see how strong a horse or um, a mule is and how much weight they can pull and that sort of thing. Um, and so we went to one of those and we were just so inspired. We were like, we want to be a part of this life. We want that farm land. We, what do we need to do? And that was the first longing desire. And I spent a lot of nights praying for that and just telling God, honestly, um, if you will give us this land, I will use it for your glory. I will use it in some way. I just, I could just so clearly see myself um, having my children on land and being around the animals and just, I feel like there is such a connection to God through animals. That's me personally. Um, not saying that's biblical. I don't know, <laughs> but for me, I just feel so connected to him because it's life. And ultimately God is the creator of life. And so I just so longed for that. I just saw that there was a place that I would be if that was obtainable. And so that was another longing I can remember in my life of just wanting something so badly, like you could feel it. And so when the opportunity arose that we could sell our house, we did. And then we actually lived in a camper for a whole entire year. Um, us and our two kids, we lived in our, um, my in-laws, which would be Britain's parents backyard in a, um, kind of like a subdivision neighborhood. So it was not ideal at all. We lived in their backyard for like six months. And then the other six months we lived actually on our land and it was very hard. I mean, longing in that sense would definitely be that pit in your stomach desire that you cannot help because you're in a camper in a very small space. All of your stuff is in storage and a year is a long time to go through those types of things. Um, so I can remember longing even in that situation, just wanting to be in my house, wanting the life that I was envisioning and wanting to be at that place of peace and feeling like once I get in my house, once we get the land where it is, ultimately we will feel peace in that situation and be able to serve God through that. But a lot of times in the waiting it feels like the most incredible storm. And that's always how I've envisioned it is there's this storm and it's just like thunder and lightning and everything crashing against you. And it's almost like right at the worst part of the storm when you can't handle it anymore and you have that longing desire just burning within, um, you want to give up. And you just want to like throw in the towel and be like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't want this life. Maybe it just wasn't worth it. And it's that feeling of like, just throw in the towel. I'm done. And what I've noticed is right when I feel that place in my life, it's only like a couple days after that is when the peace is attainable. It's mind blowing almost. It's just like, 
I don't know. God wants to get us to that point of just ultimate submission to him and just to hand him the reins and be like, you know what? I'm so tired of trying and trying to make this work and trying to be perfect and make everything go well to get where I need to be. And I'm just giving it to you. And I'm just going to let you take over my life and teach me through this, what kind of person do you want me to be? And what can I use from this situation to help someone else? Because like it or not, longing is a way of life. We all want something. We all at some point or another have a list of things that we want and we need. And it's not, I feel like, you know, wants can be longings, but a lot of times needs are even longings and they feel unattainable. And that is the point that gave me the subject of the book was when I longed for motherhood. I had went through issues um, of infertility and later on we ended up finding that it was not so much with my body and that was something you also didn't hear about was male infertility. That is just something you do not talk about, you do not hear about. And so when we encountered issues like that from an injury that my husband had, it was very mind-blowing and you felt even more helpless because, you know, with that personality type, you love being in control of things, you love being able to give it, get a task and then fix it. And so being handed infertility for anyone is something is out of your control and it's not something that you can fix. It's not something that is handed to you that you can put a bandaid on. It's not something you can take a vitamin to fix right away. It's just not that simple. And it gives you this sense of brokenness and longing for motherhood and children and a life that you can so clearly see, but feels like it's unattainable and you might never get there. And that is where we get to in the middle of this book is going through those things and just how our relationship with God changes and how we feel abandoned by him when we set a timeline on the longings of our heart and they're not delivered. And I just really want everyone who's listening to understand that that is not the desire of God's heart. It is not. Everything that we go through has an ultimate purpose. I've seen it play out in my life multiple times. I've went through incredible heartbreak. Um, I've lost two babies and like I don't want to get an emotional um, I'm sure I will eventually on this podcast, and I might even right now, but um, I have lost two babies, and through that has been the deepest longing I can ever remember in my life, just that curled up, I don't want to go anywhere, I don't want to get out of bed, um, feeling that I've always felt more like an unbreakable person, but losing a child is gets you to that point of brokenness, that gets you to that point of helplessness. And I just want you to know that the only way you can get out of that place for any type of longing that you have in your life is to give it to God. Um, he has brought me out of despair. He has brought me through brokenness. Do I miss my babies every single day? Yes. Do I wish? I mean, would I give my arm to be able to hold it one time? Yes. Like if I could nurture those babies that I never got to carry full term and be able to show the world, these are children. Yes. Like I deserve to be noticed for the loss. And every single one of you do. If you are thinking about a miscarriage that you've been through, I want you to know that 
You are not alone for one. And for two, that baby is known. That baby is in heaven and that baby has everlasting life. Um, And I'm so thankful for that. And so many instances I give in this book are just clarity moments that really helped me get through that battle and realize that God is not evil. There is not an evil bone in his body. Um, He does not seek to devour us. The only one that seeks to devour us, I will not even mention his name because he's not worth it. He is not worth giving any moment of your day um, any glory whatsoever. All glory goes to God every single moment of our lives. And um, that is a little bit of clarity, I feel like, on what the book The Longing is about. And I want you to think about what longing desire do you have in your heart right now? Um, Are you a mother? Do you long for peace in your house? Um, Do you have a marriage that has broken moments and you long for those to be mended? Um, Because God is there for that as well. He holds the answer to that. Um, Do you long for motherhood? Have you been waiting for God to give you a child and you're just sitting there in the silence, just waiting every single day, every single month, taking a pregnancy test and it's negative. I've been there. I've probably taken, I don't even know, probably 3000 tests. I'm not lying (laughs) when I mentioned that. Um, I was an avid test taker and negative. I got a lot in my 12 years of trying for a baby and only having four children. You could only imagine the amount of negative tests that went in the trash can. Um, so anyways, if you have looking for love, um, I say even in this book, because I speak about when I met my husband and I went through a lot of heartbreak in the beginning, um, thinking as I was praying so strategically for this perfect man, um, I prayed so detailed. And so almost like every guy that came by with dark hair and tall and handsome and, you know, sweet and raised his hand once in a service, I'm like, oh my gosh, he is just a man of God and he is for me. And I was so surprised every single time that I got my heart just shattered into pieces because I was looking for God's message on someone's outer appearance. And I was not listening to God and looking to him to hand me the fulfillment of the longing of my heart. So, um, I share some of those things in this book and, you know, I hope that you can take some of this podcast today because I don't want to make it too long in giving like an intro, um, to what this book is about. Um, but I do want you to understand what the longing is about. And I want you to be thinking about the longing desire that you have and ask like, God, what do you want me to show you through this longing? What do you want me to learn in this this part that is just open-ended, if you will, um, the unknown areas? And I really feel like if you start to pray that um, as we go through these podcast um, episodes, I feel like God will reveal those moments to you. And He will show you, you know, through your everyday endeavors, how he's speaking to you and what he wants you to learn from that situation. And ultimately your longing desire will be fulfilled. It may not be fulfilled in the exact way that you're requesting it, but it will be fulfilled through Jesus Christ, which is the ultimate one that can give us peace in our hearts and our daily lives. Um, so guys, um, I want to leave you with a prayer and that is in the middle of this book. And I just want you to think about today some of the things that we have spoken about 
and think, how can I pertain that to my life? I pray whatever you long for today, you completely lay it down at Jesus' feet. I pray your deepest dreams are answered and that one thing you lay in bed at night crying for is appointed in the way that God has planned for your life. I pray your soul is drawn closer than ever to the Lord and your eyes are open to the little messages God sends you in your everyday routines. I hope you feel His comforting nudges in every vital way He sends them and you receive a strength that you never knew possible. When your last bit of hope runs out, look to the Lord and call upon His name. Amen. I hope you have a wonderful day today and just kind of reflect on God and everything that we've talked about and really think like what is the longing that's in my life right now like what am i so desiring for and what is god teaching me through those moments and i'll see you next time on the next episode with a cup of coffee in the greenhouse